Hello, you are listening to Own and Align, the podcast with your host, Layla Steed. I'm a photographer, content creator, writer, and woman who loves to ignite that spark in other women that propels them to own their story and live in alignment as their true, authentic selves. This is a space where you can gain some insight from absolute powerhouse women that will set that spark inside of you and give you the tools that you need to be in flow with yourself and the world around you. You are listening to Own and Align. So sit down, plug in, and take the next moment to do something just to up-level yourself and to take ownership of you and your journey. Hello, 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 beautiful people. Welcome to episode five of the Own and Align podcast. Now, this one is going to be called Extreme Independence, how to recognize it, own it, and work through it. This one came about after I stumbled upon a article on Facebook um, that was all about extreme independence. The headline of it read, Extreme Independence is a Trauma Response. Now, someone who suffers from extreme independence, I was like, what do you mean? So I read the entire article. I decided to share um, a little bit about it on my Instagram and 28 comments from all of these women saying, oh my gosh, I did not realize that I too suffer from that and I did not know that it was a trauma response. So I read that article and if I'm honest with you, I cried because I realized that my relationship breakdown, my pregnancy alone, the years following that had all become extreme independence. It had become a preemptive strike against heartbreak, just as the article had said. My solo motherhood had caused extreme independence, which if you're a solo mama listening to this, you're probably nodding along going, yes. Um, what I thought was strength that I'd learned throughout those years was mainly a trauma response. Being abandoned during pregnancy taught me that being vulnerable meant people left you. That when I needed them most, that they would walk out. So I picked myself up and told myself not to rely on anyone anymore. And I told myself that it was strength, but it was in reading that article that I realized that it was protection, survival, fight or flight mode. It was a trauma response. Now, I'm in a relationship currently and I'm still unpacking that trauma response because so many people have said, it's amazing to see you happy, you look so happy, you're beaming, you look content. And what I want to tell you is that being in a relationship after being through that trauma and being in a good relationship where I do feel content and I do feel happy and I do feel like for once someone has my back other than me, it is still hard to navigate and let that person in. Um, Still, I have an I'll do it myself narrative. And even a life was much easier on my own without having an added person's emotions to factor in. It was all a trauma response. It's all self-protection. It's all survival. It's all pushing someone away because what if it hurts again? Who can relate? Who is nodding along at home going, that is me? So currently I'm learning how to let go of the reins a little bit. And I wanted to share this. Uh, Obviously, I'm not blogging anymore. So this is my space to come when I feel like, yes, people need to hear this. Women out there need to read about this. They need to know about this. They need to hear about this. 
Uh, because I think so often when you're a solo mom, and that's why I am I'm sharing this because a lot of my audience members are solo moms. Um, it's all it's all about not reverting to our default setting, which is I've got this, I can do it alone. Um, particularly women come to me a lot about dating at the moment. <laughs> now I'm no professional, we all know that, um, but. I do, I'm not afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to put my relationship out there. And if it goes south, then hey, I talk about that too. Um, Because at the moment, it's learning how to love. It's learning how to let love in, how to accept love and how to accept the relationship that I'm currently in. Because a relationship, what I've discovered after trauma is not actually a happy ending like I thought it was going to be. It's really fucking hard work. It's radical fucking honesty about where I'm at, about my emotions, about where he's at. And I'm going to go into reading the article now because I know that so many of you are probably sitting there going, where's this article? I want to know what it said. So I'm going to go into reading it for you because I feel like you're going to have an aha moment just as I did. So it reads, the inability to receive support from others is a trauma response. Your I don't need anyone, I'll just do it myself conditioning is actually a survival tactic. And you needed it to shield your heart from abuse, neglect, betrayal and disappointment from those who could not or would not be there for you. From the parent who was absent and abandoned you by choice or the parent who was never home from working three jobs to feed and house you. From the lovers who offered you sexual intimacy but never offered a safe haven that honoured your heart. From the friendships and family who always took more than they ever gave you. From all the situations when someone told you, we're in this together or I've got you, but then they abandon you, leaving you to pick up the pieces when shit got real, leaving you to handle your part and their part too. From all the lies and all the betrayals you learned along the way that you couldn't just really trust people or that you could trust them, but only up until a certain point. Because extreme independence is a trust issue. You learn if I don't put myself in a situation where I rely on someone, I won't have to be disappointed when they don't show up for me or when they drop the ball because eventually they will always drop the ball, right? You may even have been intentionally taught this protection strategy by generations of hurt ancestors who came before you. Extreme independence is a preemptive strike against heartbreak You don't trust anyone and you don't trust yourself either to choose people. To trust is to hope. To trust is to be vulnerable. Never again, you vowed. So no matter how you dress it up and display it proudly and make it seem like this level of independence is what you always wanted to be, in your truth, it is wounded. Your scarred, broken heart is behind a protective brick wall. Impenetrable. Nothing gets in, but no hurt gets in no love gets in either. Fortresses and armour are for those in battle or who believe that the battle is coming. Who's nodding along here? Who's having an aha moment? It is a trauma response. The good news is that trauma that is acknowledged is trauma that can be healed. So I'm going to highlight that again for you. The good news is that trauma that is acknowledged is trauma that can be healed because... You are worthy of having support. You are worthy of having true partnership. You are worthy of love. 
You are worthy of having your heart held. You are worthy to be adored, to be cherished. You are worthy to have someone say, you rest, I've got this. And actually deliver on that promise. You are worthy to receive. You are worthy to receive. You are worthy. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to prove it. You don't have to bargain for it. You don't have to beg for it. You are worthy. Worthy simply because you exist. Now, I've read that article. And like I said, I did cry. Because... I finally had an aha moment that all of these things that I thought were strength and all of the times that I had picked myself up off the floor and said, I've got this, I can do this, I don't need anyone, I'm okay on my own, it was actually a trauma response. And now that I'm in a relationship and it is hard, it's very hard being in a relationship post-trauma, it's hard learning how to be in a relationship post-trauma it's hard to kind of speak out um, why I am this way and where it came from. And I had to be honest and I had to go through, um, I guess, and un- unpack all of my, I won't say baggage, but unpack all of my previous hurts and say, this is why I am very independent. This is why I am kind of not pushing him away but just still trying to do things on my own I still have a very one track mind of I've got this it's my life I'm I'm the parent I'm the sole provider I'm the sole income earner step back (laughs) I still have that attitude and I think I will have it for the rest of my life I really do and being okay about having that is something that I have had to over the last few months as I've stepped into this relationship and I'm settling in and finding my feet. I've had to learn that that is part of who I am. That is part of who I I became when I became a single mother when I was pregnant. And that is just something that that I I believe is an admirable quality, but not to the point where it is extreme independence. <laughs> If you're nodding along going, yeah, I can relate. So now, now that you are probably realizing, okay, I am with Layla on this. I do have extreme independence. I do suffer from that. Okay, now what? Well, you've acknowledged it. You've realized, okay, I'm in the same boat. And look, it does come from either being a solo mom, being raised by a solo mom. It might have been like the article said that your parents let you down, uh, that those who were there to support you in your life backed out when you needed them the most in whatever level or whatever, um, you know, stereotype that may be, Uh, whatever is kind of going ding, ding, ding for you. Um, That, that, that is all a trauma response and, and that is okay because you're acknowledging it, you're realizing, hang on a minute. Now, I did not realize that being pushed into solo motherhood had actually put me through to extreme independence because to me, oh, hell no, that was not extreme independence. That was strength. (laughs) To me, that was like, I was proud of that. Like, I can stand on my own two feet. Don't you fucking dare tell me I can't because I can. And the I don't need you attitude was a trauma response. And 
when I read that article, I swear to you, hand on my heart, I did not know that that was actually something that had happened. Something that I had carried with me and something that had come about as a result of becoming a single mum. And now that I've realized it, here's what I've started to do. So I've started to acknowledge when I do revert back to the, I've got this, get out of the way, I can do it myself, Uh, I don't need you, Um, I don't need anyone, I can, you know, I've got this, I've done it on my favorite line uh, since entering into a relationship is, I can do it myself, or I've got this. (laughs) Now, I'm laughing because it's uncomfortable sharing it. It's, um, I feel like I'm bearing part of my soul here. I feel like I'm sharing something that I'm not that proud of. Something that I thought was strength is actually uh, something that I do need to work on and I do need to recognize and that is uncomfortable for me, I'll be honest with you. Um, Now, that's all the more reason why I decided to share this because when I find it uncomfortable, chances are that out of the 40,000 people on Instagram, that a huge percentage of you are going to resonate and a huge percentage are going to say, you know what, I actually struggle with that. That's something that I didn't know as well. So here's what I've started to do. Now, my default setting is I've got this. It came from single parent. It came from being a single parent. It came from being raised by a single parent. It is probably ancestral, as the article had said, um, being raised by a really strong single mother when there wasn't a thing such as Centrelink and, and she worked a lot of jobs and she worked her ass off. And I now have that attitude of I've got to work my ass off and I've got this and I don't need a man. Um, it's been realizing that now that I'm in a relationship or even for you out there, you might not be in a relationship. You're a solo mum and you haven't yet um, entered into the dating world because you've got this <laughs> and you don't need anyone or people have let you down in the past and you're not ready to open up your heart again. It is still, it is probably even more so a better time to work on it, to work on that extreme independence, to realize, uh, to acknowledge it and to work through it. So for me, once I read that article, I realized my default setting and my default setting comes from my little buzzwords that I say a lot, which is, I've got this or I had my life more organized before you came along, Um, which is actually quite a mean and rude thing to say to someone. But to me, it was pushing him away Um, because if he gets in too close, then I can get hurt and getting hurt is what I've found to be a lot more serious than I originally thought. Um, You know, obviously, I've spoken on this podcast before about my relationship and the breakdown of um, being left pregnant and and what happened after that and the emotions, um, and the emotions were heavy. They were deep. I nearly took my life. Um, I did try and take my life as a matter of a fact, things got ugly. Okay. (laughs) They got really, really ugly. And there's a lot of, um, very hotted up cars going past. Um, full disclosure, I am recording this in the hospital car park. I'm fine. I am a carer to my mum. She does have cancer. 
Um, but full disclosure, that's why there is a lot of background noise today. So I do apologize. I'm taking the time to connect with you guys where I can at the moment. And it happens to be here in this car park. (laughs) So I hope it's not being too distracting while we're talking about such an important topic for you. But look, here's what I'm doing. I've acknowledged it. Okay, so step one, acknowledging, which you're probably doing. It's probably why you're listening to this is you've stumbled upon it. Maybe you search for it. Maybe you search trauma. Maybe you search for the podcast um, or you saw it through the Instagram and you thought you would check it out. So you're acknowledging it. Now, second is to notice your default setting, which was a big one for me. And it was confronting, realizing that my default setting is back the fuck off. I've got this. Don't come too close. I do not want to get hurt. So I'm going to keep you at arm's length. You're only allowed this far into my into my heart, into my space. And don't you dare cross that line. <laughs> that was my default setting. And I probably, if I'm honest with you, have lost good relationships prior to this one because I kept people at such an arm's length and because I self-sabotaged because default setting and because I really wasn't ready to let them in. Now, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. And if you're reading this, it's, or if I should say, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, it is probably because you're ready to also acknowledge your own default setting. So realize what your default setting is for you What is the narrative that you are telling yourself? It might be, I've got this. It might be, I'm just not ready to let anyone in. I don't want anyone near my kids. I don't want anyone around us. We're happy as we are. We're still dealing with that. My kids can't have too much change. I can't have too much change. Whatever your default setting is, there's usually a narrative that goes along with as to why. So if you're in a relationship You might find that you're saying the words a lot or you're pushing someone away or you're not letting them fully step into your life. That is the reality for me. That is what I'm dealing with. I'm fighting against that at the moment myself. So don't be ashamed. Now, (laughs) that's what you need to do. Default setting and narrative. So note that one down if you're listening along with a pen and paper. Now, what you want to do is change that default setting. Notice it acknowledge it and then change it. So my new default setting is I'm really lucky to have someone in my life. Now, when I find myself going, I've got this, I don't need him. And I tell myself that in my mind, sometimes even out out loud when I'm having an ugly day or I'm, you know, feeling those big emotions that we carry as adults. And I'm learning how to self-regulate my emotions at the moment as well. When it comes to being in a relationship, a lot of the healing that I've had to do from being left pregnant and from being through that trauma is uh, self-regulate emotions, which I didn't realize was a thing, but apparently it is. So that's my new thing is I'm changing it, changing my default setting. I'm switching it up. So I'm really blessed to have someone in my life. I'm lucky to share this space with someone. I am lucky to share my heart with someone. And just changing up that default setting, whatever it might be. Now, for me, it was, I can't let my narrative was, I can't let anyone too close because if I get hurt again, I don't know if I'll survive it. I'm a deep feeling person 
And that last relationship nearly swallowed me whole. I literally felt like I had to crawl out with half of a life. And I don't know if I'll survive it again. So therefore, I need to keep these people at arm's length. They can't get too close. Um, Only surface level interactions and blah, blah, blah. So whatever your narrative is for you, acknowledge it. Now, working on changing it is a huge thing as well. So when your head is telling you, I can't do this because for me, it was because I just can't let anyone get too close. It's too dangerous. Uh, You know, what if I don't survive again? What if it really swallows me whole? And I had to tell myself, like, you have learned to be strong. You have learned now that you stand on your own two feet but in a beautiful way, not in a, not in a extreme independence kind of bullshit way, (laughs) if that makes sense. Now, I now know, this is something that I have now realized. I now know that the happiness within me doesn't come from an external source. And the number one thing that I've had to learn from my relationship breaking down in that way was that if someone leaves, I still need to be whole all on my own. And now I've had to remind myself, it's okay. If, if this person doesn't work out, you're still whole all on your own. And once I realized that that is something that I've already learned, I've already crossed that bridge, I now am confident with that. I'm now really confident that, yeah, you know what? If it doesn't work out, that's cool. Because I'm whole on my own. I know that I can do life on my own, not, an ex- in, not in an extreme independence way, but because I've got the proof that I can. I've got the proof that I can. And relying on it um, as strength rather than a protection mechanism and seeing the difference between the two is really important. So what I have been doing lately is just sitting behind my emotions as best as I can, watching them come up. So that's been a huge big one for me. I also work with Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly. And she, I'm about to do Spiral with her, which is, you can do it over Zoom, by the way, for those of you that listen that are overseas, if you're wanting a big change, please reach out to Kelly. She is, I have done a lot of things in my healing. I have done so much healing that it is insane. I have worked with psychologists and psychotherapists and social workers and Reiki masters and psychics and you name it, I have done it. But no one has lifted the lid on my own bullshit like Kelly has. And she does have a special offer of $100 for the first chakra healing session. Um, now, all disease, I'm going to, I just want to point out it's dis-ease, not disease. All dis-ease within the body stems back to the chakras. Um, that is something that I've been reading on and researching at the moment and kind of uh, figuring out for myself. Um so that is a really great place to start. So she does have a special on her website, um, which I will link in at the end of this episode for you if you're a bit curious. So um, this is a kind of a little plug, I guess. Uh, I don't usually do little plugs, but this is kind of a bit of a, a plug for Kelly because 
without her, I wouldn't be where I am spiritually, emotionally within myself. I wouldn't be uncovering um, the dark side of myself. What do they call it? The dark night of the soul. Um, I wouldn't be walking through that. I wouldn't be unpacking this uh, spiritual changes that I'm having as well as I, I have done without Kelly. And I've done a lot of things and I'm telling you, if you are a woman out there and you have been through trauma and you have been through emotional hardship or um, a relationship breakdown that you can't move on from or you're just feeling a bit stuck and a bit um, un- unseen, unheard, a bit, I guess, quicksand kind of vibes within your own life, Kelly can help you work through that. So please do reach out to her because I do get a lot of women coming to me for help and I'm not qualified to help you work through that. And I believe that um, Kelly is just has been a game changer for me. So she's over on Instagram. Um, I think it's Soul Healing. Let me double check on that right now for you so that you can go and give her a follow. Um, and she does all her sessions over Zoom. Her Instagram is Soul Healing with Kelly. Um, Kelly is spelled K E L I E. She's incredible. Uh, she also works with children. Um, and I'm about to go through Spiral with her. So I'm going to touch base on that um, in a later few episodes because it is such a huge big uh, spiritual process that it needs its own set of podcast episodes to go through. So as I work through Spiral, I will be sharing it over on my Instagram at Layla Steed, um, which is the name of my podcast in case you're a bit lost as to how can you find me. That's how. Um, And look, something that I really want to touch base on with you guys before I jump off today is that I really do hope that this has this episode has made a difference that you have realized hey shit I could be one of those people who has that uh extreme independence I could be one of those people that really does need to shift some of that and look whether you're in a relationship and you're realizing oh crap that is my default <laughs> or you're not in one yet and you're wanting to do some healing so that you're setting yourself up to be in one, which is the perfect place to be. Um, please do um, give me some feedback. If the, if this episode has helped you, please do leave a rating or review because I love hearing from you guys and it does make a difference. And I'm going to start reading out the reviews uh, on the on the podcast because I do get quite a few of them and I a lot of you send them through as voice messages so I appreciate your voice messages if you listen on the anchor app you can actually voice message me and let me know what you think about this I can add it into the episode um, there's so many ways for us to connect so one thing that I'm really passionate about is uh, helping women helping women work through trauma. Uh, helping women overcome their trauma, helping women recognize their trauma. So a lot of people ask me (laughs) on the voice messages and when you guys send me little voice links on here, uh, where are you based? What do you do? Uh, what, what is going on? Who are you? Um, I live in Australia. You can probably hear from my accent. It is apparently very strong and I actually am a birth photographer and doula. So I want to step more into doing birth photography. I also do families, weddings, elopements, 
um, newborns, maternity, but I am going to be stepping more into the birth space. Uh, so that is my main um, main income, I guess. And how did I get here? I started a blog many, many moons ago. I feel like a completely different woman. Like I have died and reborn quite a few times since my uh, dark night of the soul, as people refer to it as. Um, and it's just... It's just one of those things. It's just one of those things where it's kind of like naturally evolved. Uh, I started a blog when I was left pregnant called The Single Mum Diaries. And that went really, really well. And it grew a following over on Instagram. It was voted one of the top 10 blogs in the blogging awards. And it grew so fast that it kind of grew out of my control. (laughs) And things got really crazy there for a few years. And I decided to tone it back and rebrand and just move into photography. So that is a little bit about me and what I do. I am now also going to start studying energy healing because I truly believe that healing is a space that is really important to me and and the women of this community um, that I've created. So I hope that something in this uh, toxic, um, what is it? (laughs) Um, Extreme independence. Um, I hope that that has resonated with you and that you have taken away something from it today. Uh, I know that I did when I read that article myself. I, I know that many of you are going to ask for a link. Look, I have no idea. I literally scrolled across it on Facebook. I don't know who the original writer is or the owner of that is, but please, if you know them, send them a huge thank you from me because it really did send me on a bit of a journey within myself uh, and spiritually, emotionally, all the rest of it. I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole there for a little while. Um, just realizing where, where my extreme independence was coming from and how to heal it and move through it. Um, so that is something that I really wanted to share with you guys today. And I hope that you're having a wonderful day wherever you are in the world. So to close out today's beautiful episode of Own and Align, I have found the perfect quote for you. You are responsible for your happiness. In fact, you create it, you attract it, you manifest it. You are the architect of your own reality. You choose your thoughts, your perceptions, and your reaction to external forces. You possess all of the tools needed to expand your awareness, to orchestrate the evolution of your consciousness, to choose happiness, to choose love. You are that powerful create the life you deserve. Thank you for listening to Own and Align, the podcast with your host, Layla Steed. It has been a pleasure holding space for you today. And as always, I appreciate every single one of you that leaves a rating, review or voice message with your appreciation for the content. If you would like to be the first to know when the next episode is live, please hit subscribe or head over to follow along on Instagram at Layla Steed. And until next time, let me leave you with this quote that I stumbled across today.